we now at WCCO have confirmed uh, the identity of one of those responding officers. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was one of the four who responded Monday night. I stand before you in the city of Minneapolis here to say that our deepest condolences, the vast majority of the men and women who proudly put on this uniform each and every day understand the important role and relationship we must have, we must have with all of our community members. And when tragedy strikes, it absolutely strikes to the core and we should all be impacted by this. Like, I, I don't even know where to fucking begin, you know? Yeah. We, we have our fucking jokes here and everything, but this is just obscene. It, it's just... I don't have a fucking joke in me tonight. No, just, not after seeing everything the way everything's been playing out over the last few days and um, the way that everyone is so divided like there's to start off what's the division yeah start off because i want to know what the fucking division line is here once we uh establish the shot here what are we talking about we're talking about the death of george floyd rest in power from an obvious and recorded use of excessive force that cost him his life Seven minutes. Seven motherfucking minutes on camera the whole time being chastised that he was being a bum for it. Derek Chauvin continued to kneel on the man's fucking neck, the back of his neck, not resisting arrest, not anything, until the man was fucking put on a gurney where he died. I mean... And at the position where he was, he was already detained. He was well, yeah, they had him. Yeah. They had him cuffed. He was laying face down on the ground. That is detainment. At that point, they should not have necessarily had any con- physical contact with him at all. No. Nope. They could have stuffed him in that car fucking quite a few times in seven minutes if they felt that was necessary. You know? And, you know, like there's so much chatter on this topic, which is understandable. It's hard to um, there's no like real established. I didn't establish a timeline to speak more um, specifically on. I guess the police action versus, you know. George's action versus like what caught what led up to him being, um, you know, put in cuffs. What what led to the police being called and all that. Um, fuck, man, this is this is not cool, like at all. It's not cool, but it's the sort of thing 
aside from all the chuckle fuck nonsense we usually got going on that we started this show for and it's an important contemporary most, topic most this happened time. two days ago as of when we recorded this yeah like it was monday night and just i mean minneapolis is up in fucking arms rightfully so you know there's shit on fire currently as we record this there's stuff on fire there's you know riots there's looting there was at one point peaceful protests um and then the cops again reacted with force shooting rubber bullets and tear gas at the protesters yeah and it just seems like undue excess force one more time you know how many i mean how many people have to die before we take a solid and, and critical view on what everyone totes as the thin blue line this is where the division sits i it took me a minute to compose myself and my thoughts on yeah. where i wanted to take this but the debate the the bipolar uh uh opinions that's taking place in america right now with this is there are some people that are saying that the police did nothing wrong because they they are indoctrinated by the the thin blue line the they believe that the police can do nothing wrong where you have people uh, the majority of the time it's african-american people yeah, are being with, victims with, and 99 out of 100 times it's a white fucking ass fuck like <sighs> Derek chauvin you're on fucking watch I, I i'm surprised he hasn't been murdered on the street because he's probably in some kind of safe room behind a bunch of his blue thin blue line buddies that believe he did nothing wrong well, the very Which, next day, he lost his job, as did his uh, compatriots that were on scene with him. There so. was four police officers on scene. Yeah. Four. One, Derek Chauvin, was the one who used excessive force to murder George Floyd. There were three other police officers there. Why did they not stop him why did they not interact and and like tell him like look you gotta let him you gotta stop you gotta let him up like that's it's that thin blue line like you said it's the well he was trained the same way i was trained so he must know what he's doing so i got his back well that opens up a, a discussion that segues into the fact that the training and the expertise of, say, seasoned officers versus, like, m- more rookie officers. Like, why is the the training not the bottom line? They were trained to know what excessive force was. Why does See, the training not come in to play? Because we pay them to protect us. Yeah. 
Well, I think it comes down to much like a lot of those gray areas in life is, I mean, they're trying to test your metal. They're trying to test your uh, physical ability, your mental capacity when you're in a situation uh, like, you know, the military boot camp or if you're in the academy to become an officer of the law or something. But there's no finite litmus test because usually that type of person is real good at hiding it. There's yes. no there's no litmus test that, okay, well, you scored off the scale in racism, so we're not going to give you your shield, you know? But here's, so, the, here's the thing. They, they test jurors. There are ways that c- civilians get vetted to serve on jury panels if they're racist they don't get on but let me just say this about that i would say that's a good way to get out of jury duty and stuff people you know it's it's also kind of a uh uh backdoor way of testing intelligence if somebody is smart enough to lie about their prejudices and shit you know like Everybody's always playing a game. Yeah. You know, everybody's wearing their own fucking masks and shit. And if people could literally have that mask stripped off of them, who are you looking at? You know what I mean? I I, I don't even know if that makes sense. No, it makes sense. Um, I think what you're kind of speaking on is uh, like the group dynamics, the indoctrination of group dynamics, uh, because if it's okay with a badge, you know, everybody's kind of going to just turn a blind eye to it. So when a seasoned vet shows their true colors and is mercilessly pinning a man to the ground with his knee, you know, that's kind of okay to the other people in the shield because they all share a common denominator. It's it's group dynamics in a, in a way that like we only have studied in like cults because cults do heinous shit. They do, their main mission goal isn't to serve and protect. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the I'm not I'm just gonna straight up say that the police themselves it's similar to a cult with the yeah. indoctrination. Yeah, I can see the correlation. Yeah, and that's that's where you get you know, talking points like the thin blue line. And that's where you get people that can't see the situation for what happened. They just say, oh, it's it's okay. You know, there was nothing wrong here. It's bullshit. Yeah. People are too quick to just believe what they've been indoctrinated with and i guess everybody's guilty of that to a certain aspect but what the fuck is happening to humanity but i don't i mean what what the fuck is happening i mean we've discussed in length that if you give two warring factions sticks in neanderthal days they're gonna fashion rock into a sharper edge to kill faster you know it's just what is wrong with the human machine that we constantly segregate, isolate, and destroy. 
I'm going to tell a story of personal experience, and it may be a little long-winded. Do um, it. The other night, there was an incident through my job. Now, if you've been a, a steady listener, you know that I work with um, individuals with developmental and intellectual disabilities. Um, now, I, I, obviously, I'm not going to be able to give many details, uh, specific details, but um, there was police involvement in a residence with a nonverbal autistic. Well, you might have to edit out um, a nonverbal autistic individual that I work with. Um, the individual had become erratic. They had been inconsolable. So our directive was to notify 911. Police, you know, police arrived on scene. There was four state police officers. Um, as soon as I knew that situation was going down, I dropped what I was doing, and my wife and I rushed in to um, kind of stand as a buffer between our and the police because there had been too many instances of this exact thing police brutality yeah and i could not sit at my house and not be on scene knowing that there were going to be police i was i was afraid for my individual that my individual was going to be a victim of police brutality so I we rushed our asses in there and I stood as a buffer between the police and him but here's where the the shittiest part of it is once the police engage with somebody who is technically in their custody when they're detained handcuffed if you physically make contact with those police you are now a criminal Wow. But I can, and this this is not to detract anything, any of the attention away from, you know, the police that were involved in George Floyd's murder, but no. the police that were on scene at the situation that I just described, um, they did handle themselves accordingly to state regulation. Um, and, you know, that... The violent cops, the ones that are committing murder on their watch, they're a very small minority. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm still not going to be afraid for any of my individuals or anybody. Right. When there's I mean, police serial involved. Serial killers are very minority, but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen, you know? Yeah. And there's always the need to err on the side of caution because you never know. Who is carrying a badge? Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. And that, that is, I think, one of the most problematic things in America right now is the fact that citizens, all citizens, the ones who pay taxes and the ones who don't, that are being served 
and protected by the thin blue line can't feel comfortable when that badge comes rolling up on them, especially the ones who are black. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a fact. I mean, I'm just going to speak as truthfully as I can. Like as two white males will never know the fear to that level. Correct. And like, I, I can only speak as an ally. Yeah. Same. I mean, this is not right and it should not stand. No. But the news cycles as they are, and this is certainly not the first. I mean, how long till the fucking public forgets again, you know? Well, and and I think there's a certain amount of deliberate action taken by the news media. Or maybe even the political side of, of things. Like the more redundant shit that politicians do that may or may not cause some amount of controversy that's going to get coverage because that kind of thing sells newspapers and i know we're in an age where newspapers aren't even really a thing anymore i know what you're saying though it sells ads on their fucking local news and they're yeah i know what you're saying it gets it gets clicks it gets people paying attention i'm i've been staring at a picture for the last probably 10 minutes of three fully masked, fully armored police officers throwing tear gas canisters, holding non-lethal rubber bullet firing automatic weapons. And like, it's bewildering to me that a little while ago, we didn't have a similar response when there were armed people going to like what was it a courthouse or you know what i mean over the pandemic quarantines yeah like the quarantine requirements we had armed citizens going yeah and if what's the breakdown there i mean What's the difference there? Because I would say that that, by its nature, is a lot more uh, dangerous, potentially dangerous, than a man that's already fucking prone on the ground, you know? Absolutely. He was rendered detained by his handcuffs. Mm Mm-hmm. Him being cuffed, like what at at that point, what threat did he pose other than maybe trying to get up and run away? So there's several breakdowns here in this case that just doesn't make sense to me. Like, I mean, very blatantly, there's a video of the whole incident and somebody telling him, calling him out, calling him a bum. And honestly, everything I heard was. For the situation, respectful towards the cop in that he wasn't using racial slurs towards the white man on top of the black man or anything. He wasn't, he was calling him a fucking bum. You know, it's like you're acting like a fucking bum right now. Let him or get off of him. He's already down and stuff, you know. So Chauvin didn't move with that. 
he didn't move when Floyd several times says, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I mean, that's a fucking red flag right there. This Chauvin fool has been identified as being the shooter in three officer-involved shootings, one of which was fatal. I don't know the ramifications or the background of those, but, like, this guy has a history. Yes. But he was... God, just the fact that he was able to do this says there's this complicit nature of society anymore that he was fucking allowed to do this you know what i mean yes. to continue to do this and i like i said i don't know the background i mean it could have been a shots fired he could have had a fellow officer down or something but it's awful damning that in his 19 years he's had he's been the shooter in three officer involved shootings one of which killed somebody He's killed somebody else, and the motherfucker's walking free right now, currently with his pension intact. I mean, that could change tomorrow, for all I know, but as of right now, two days after the fact, his pension's still intact. He has been terminated, but give me a fucking break. So, not only are we talking about systematic racism, racism that's that's almost protected in the institution of our society. But we're talking about the need for accountability and reform for law enforcement. Like the, the three officers that allowed this to take place that allowed their fellow officer to, to murder George Floyd, like they're just as complicit and, I agree. And from uh, you know an investigatory standpoint, and the sad part is, I'm there's people out there that would say that the bystanders, rather than recording it, should have got involved. But they literally got at least one on camera the whole time, playing crowd control, trying to fucking shove the bystanders away and shit. And I, what? it 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 didn't save George Floyd's life. No. But I'm glad to hell that they kept that fucking camera rolling so people could see. Well, and and honestly, in in this case, and in a lot of cases where where this type of footage during an incident like this takes place, it's important that somebody document it so that we can see what's going on. Yeah. It. it I mean. Yeah, because otherwise this also, would just be, yeah, he must have did something wrong. We're going to sweep this one under the rug, you know? And you also have to, I guess, kind of put yourself in the place of the other like bystanders that at that point, just like I was saying about the incident that I was involved in the other night, if they were to get in physically involved and try to pull that cop off of there, they too may have also endangered their own lives. Yep, kill them too. Yeah, yeah, like they might have also be being buried this week by their their family and their friends. So there there is a very real individualism that's taking place in our society when it comes to holding our enforcers and our oppressors accountable. 
at the point where he didn't get up Chauvin after he didn't get up after a minute or something like I, I understand in a normal human being's mind. All right. Even if you had him cuffed and everything and you had him in a prone 60 seconds, maybe just to make sure he's not going to fucking act a fool or something. That's one thing. Seven goddamned minutes. He continued despite being pled to that. He, (laughs) the dude couldn't fucking breathe. He kept pleading with him. Don't, don't let me die. I can't breathe. He cried out to his mother. Like, what the fuck is wrong with somebody that... Anyhow, at that point when he continued to not listen to these pleads, to not listen to any of that, he ceased to be a man in blue, but behind the thin blue line and fucking wearing his shield and shit, and be a criminal citizen, in my opinion. Well, at that point, he forfeited the honor and the integrity of that badge by his actions because from here's just another little side story um when i was trained in safety mechanics and restrictive holds and everything they tell us 29 seconds we're allowed to restrict the movements for 29 seconds until it becomes an unauthorized hold unless there's prior approval 29 seconds 29 seconds so after 29 seconds 14 times that so once you hit 30 seconds at that point it becomes a restraint now this man george floyd was already in handcuffs he was already restrained so at that point any amount of other action unless he was attempting to flee was unauthorized and criminal because if i were to utilize an unauthorized hold on any of the individuals that i work for i would be held criminally accountable for my actions within 24 hours my ass would be in chains and i believe that that's the way that it should be for anyone who holds responsibility of someone else's life um the mayor of Minneapolis, Jacob Frey, today, I mean, we said this off mic, but it bears repeating for sure. Today, Jacob Frey, mayor of Minneapolis, called for Chauvin to be criminally charged. I mean, I think we're too close to this. We're too uh, proximity, like uh, time wise. We're too close to this to see how this is really going to end up. This yeah. man's not going to this man's not going to walk free. There's no motherfucking way he'll be allowed to walk free because if he does not see criminal charges for this, he's going to die in the street. I do believe that is. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you're going to see he's going to be ripped apart. I mean, in fucking a hundred years ago, they would have drawn and quartered somebody like this. Now we're you and I are not necessarily true because he's white and, Floyd was black a hundred years ago. That's probably not the case. But if you had a police officer a hundred years ago, do that to another fucking white person, you guarantee it or a woman or something. You can fucking guarantee it, you know, but like this fucking world is so fucked, dude. You and I are old enough to remember the LA riots. Oh yeah. 
Rodney Kang. Um, if and now this is once this becomes, I mean, it's already very political, obviously. Yeah. But once there is a determination on Chauvin's freedom, once he does, you know, get arrested, which I, in my opinion, I think he should be. Once I think that turns, I think it will. But once he gets to court. There is going to be a lot, a lot of uh, eyes on it. Yeah. We can't, we can't allow this man to, to get off. And, you know, the riots were caused because officers that were charged for police brutality were acquitted. Yeah. So... There was four officers involved. Three were acquitted. The jury failed to reach a verdict on the one, the on the fourth one. So here we have a very similar situation. Although Rodney King was not killed, it was still. Yeah. Man, dude, like it's hard for me not to draw correlations. Both in the, if you're a long-time listener or a new listener, I will, I'll draw the comparisons to you, okay? It's hard for me not to draw a correlation to the Brock Turner case. And, I don't know, I guess it kind of still blows my mind that he's walking free. I mean, he's been, he's wearing that scarlet letter forever. Because people aren't going to let that man forget he's a fucking rapist. And if Chauvin doesn't see... If George Floyd doesn't see justice for this, you know? Like... I can't even fucking function. I can't even fucking... God, dude. This is unreal. This is still happening in 2020. You know, it's just... Fuck, man. It's unreasonable. And you have you have all these people who are supposed to be the people that protect you. Yes. And they're killing fucking. I swear to God, I have no. I have no proof of this, but like it's got to be racially motivated. It has to be, you know, because that's just the fucking way of things in this fucking country, you know, and. Would it be the same if it was you or me on the ground today? I really fucking doubt it. We would have been left up and thrown in the fucking car, you know? And there, it, it we kind of double back to the institutional racism topic and um, the fact of the Constitution isn't covering everybody the same. No. The The law isn't approaching everyone the same. Um, like I, I have a note here about talking about the second amendment, you know, it isn't about guns. It's not about guns. Most people think about the second amendment and they automatically want to think about like the three percenters or the people that are out there, you know, forming militias and everything, you know, that's, that's part of it. But here's another instance where the second amendment would have protected somebody for protecting 
George Floyd if they would have interacted with the police. He at that point was being oppressed and was murdered by a, you know uh, a police officer an oppressor at that moment. Yeah. Yeah, which is what the Second Amendment is supposed to be for. I yeah, mean, you're it, supposed to rise up against your government if it's going to oppress you. And, and you know what that would have ended up, though. It, it's easy to say what would have happened if there was somebody willing to take the first shot. It would have ended up in a fucking bloodbath. Absolutely, because, it would have. Because, because, because everybody seems to think the police's rights are completely above the civilian sector. And that's where a lot of the people who only view the Second Amendment as gun protection, they're also some a lot of the people who are toting the thin blue line and who, who are kind of indoctrinated to it in a way that like they buy into the bullshit. They buy into the institutional racism. They buy into the fact that, you know, George Floyd's death was okay. And it's it's not. It's not at all. No. Okay. That any of this situation that we're talking about this again in the year 2020, Anno Domini, or whatever AD stands for nowadays, um, it's unfathomable that black people are still being murdered by white cops. Yeah. I just. I don't know what else to say. It's just unreal. It's unacceptable. And this isn't me putting on a fucking act. You know no. me. I'm constantly trying to fucking derail you. I cannot... I can't parse through my fucking thoughts right now, dude. Like, it's just... What in the fuck is wrong? And I wear this fucking goddamn white skin. I didn't have any more choice than that. And George Floyd chose to be African American when he exactly. was born. Yeah, I exactly. didn't. I didn't fucking choose it, and somehow I'm. But it's our nobody responsibility. Is, nobody's fucking better than anybody. It's our responsibility to look after one another, in the fact that nobody chose their uh, their body. You know what I mean? Right. Like. It's our responsibility to make sure that the institution isn't going to continue and continue to keep doing this. Like we need to stand up and get involved in politics or whatever it takes to change the system because the system is killing people that don't deserve to die. I mean that's – Yeah, I don't understand where the where's the breakdown. I mean, where is our rights at that point? Because they were obviously going above and beyond. And circling back, I feel like I just keep repeating myself here. If one of the bystanders would have got involved, they probably would have been another casualty. Yeah. So like, I mean the. We're just supposed to fucking stand there and watch. Oh, here's a here's a life lesson for you. Don't fucking forge document. The fucking official report is uh, they responded to a forgery in process. 
So what? Uh, he stole someone's checkbook and was writing a, a you know a fake check. That's that's a tried to use forged documents bet. at a nearby deli. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's a check thing. I don't know if it's like a counterfeiting thing. I dug around, tried to find it a little bit, but like I was more worried about the fucking heinous bullshit that happened to him rather than so that it crime wasn't... because that's not a violent crime. I was gonna that... say it wasn't even a violent crime. He wasn't even posing a threat to society at large. He wasn't. Yeah shooting anybody he didn't have anybody hostage he didn't have a bomb there was no need to use that amount of force but they did yeah Derek Chauvin did yeah Derek Chauvin can fucking eat shit like I hope you wind up in jail for life you piece of trash Oh, and I hope they they put him right in where Epstein, he belongs in the Epstein end of it. Well, I in the we... Epstein cell. I hope they yeah. put him in the cell. That yeah. Fucking hang his ass. All right, I have to deviate from this for a little bit. That's that's fine. I I um, feel like I can't do enough justice to George oh, Floyd, but we're fucking allies, and we forever will be. Yeah, I just, absolutely. Just, God, America has to be better than this. America has to be stronger than this. We have to stand up and bring this man to fucking justice because it's disgusting. So just a side piece. I feel like this is interesting. Um, I'd say one of the most prolific tweeters of our time and uh, <laughs> sorry jo- i laughed <laughs> no i think this is this is where i need to get a couple of laughs in because fuck man donald trump um recently he was talking his line of trash about how the masks were completely unnecessary at this point and twitter like i was discussing on a recent episode um facebook instituted a fact checking bot to try to you know staunch the flow of fake news and shit so mr fake news is ruining america himself got fact checked by this twitter bot saying that, no, the CDC, CDC still recommends you wear masks. You know, so he got fact-checked by Twitter, which was his baby up until recently. And he's still tweeting a couple hours ago. Let me... Anyhow... Can, um, I'll pull got... up. Two minutes ago, <laughs> he uh, he posted a picture of Joe Biden in a mask... And made a comment that said he looks better. So that's kind of a, a lowbrow, uh, you know, insult to Joe Biden from his official soapbox. He uses he uses his Twitter account as an official soapbox to communicate with the people. So before I lose track of what I'm saying, this motherfucker. <laughs> no. Forget that. This motherfucker is actually um, condemning what Joe Biden looks like when he literally looks like 
a fucking Oompa Loompa. Like, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. Raccoon eyes and all. Like, what the fuck? He's, he's Anyhow, keeping the manufacturer of that orange paint for the Oompa Loompas in business. Go ahead. The small businessman. He's uh, condemning social media now, and he's trying to get a uh, executive order written to shut down social media. And yet, two minutes ago, three by now, he's tweeting on Twitter. Does he understand what he's talking about? I he really... doesn't want to be called a liar, and then he's constantly contradicting himself. Like. What is a contradiction besides a lie, you know? <laughs> <sighs> I'm just I'm, I'm bewildered still that he even has a Twitter. Because if you ask me, it's it's really unprofessional. It really is. It's really unprofessional because if he wanted to address the people... Or maybe the United States government should have made their own, like, I don't know, social media radio <laughs> network or something. Like, back in the day, you know, presidents addressed on television. They addressed through the radio. Like. Yeah, I, I've always looked at it as quite unprofessional as well. And I don't know about you, but, like, we've tried for the Problematicast uh, brand to do Twitter. And I feel like I'm too old for Twitter. I feel like it's for fucking tweens or something. Like, I just don't want to get it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like TikTok with me. I'm that way with TikTok. I still kind of, I think I understand some of the dynamics of Twitter, but TikTok just fucking, it's right over my head. Yeah. Like, I just, I don't want to get Twitter. I didn't like it. 10 or 12 years ago or something when I first saw it and I don't like it now and the fact that he like he's posting dozens like literally dozens of times a day dozens of fucking times he's updating his social media and now he wants to have social media fucking castrated but then he wants to preach the first amendment but then it's like if you I know what fucking lane you're in anymore, dude. Like, I've been spending a lot of time recently, without within the last month or so, um, doing like a deep dive on cults and cult dynamics and everything. Yeah. And one of the things that has been regularly a part of the control that a cult leader exerts on their people is a constant, constant flow of idea like thought replacement like thought control almost um like in jonestown they had a speaker that was constantly playing jim jones talking and the you know some of the other compounds that they had in waco there was constantly david koresh uh you know either given sermons or you know there's a constant engagement with the followers yeah the propaganda machine, yeah. The propaganda machine. And and it's something even back to like Roman times, you know, a lot of 
the established democracy from Roman times was all about the political control, the mindset control, where academia was diminished and, you know, intelligent thought was diminished. If it didn't fall into the talking points of the leader or the, you know, politician that was being um, touted, yeah, then then it was it was irrelevant it, and it was you know debased a lot of times yeah yeah and fuck what what is the answer to all of this like fucking go live on your own in the woods and the transcendentalism yeah pull a throw and just like kind of fucking go live thoroughly off the land and survive or don't you know like ted ted kaczynski thought that that was the solution but (laughs) ted kaczynski also thought sending bombs was the solution (laughs) i think kaczynski was kind of not all there dude i think rage and anger at things at at specific things everybody has something that they get mad about i think that is a part of the human condition yeah and i honestly believe that until we as a people understand that these things exist within us and try to not necessarily make them negative but make them a critical part of the roundness of the human yeah we're going to have radical behavior like you know, Derek Chauvin murdering mm-hmm. George Floyd. Mm-hmm. We're going to have Donald Trump feeling that his his soapbox is no longer as tall as it was and trying to ban all of social media. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. we're going to have radical idiot bullshit take place. Yeah. So I don't I don't have a solution to this. I really wish I did. I really wish cuz this is one of our serious episodes. I really yeah. wish I had a solution to even propose. I mean oh, fuck man. At this point I feel like the only fucking uh solution is to make Derek Chauvin forcibly breathe dirt, but he definitely yeah. needs to pound sand. I'd right fucking, up his ass. Just fucking. If he doesn't, somebody should do it for him, and that's probably premeditation at this point. But uh, you know what? I think at this point, I'm certainly not the only one. <laughs> we're we're drawing a line in that sand, and that that's where it is. You know. Um. I know I just signed us off, but I just want to say on record, I don't believe that all law enforcement is the problem. If you're one of the good ones, please, please try and make this not happen anymore. Try and make your fellow fucking shields do better. Just fucking do better, man, because I know there is a need for law enforcement. Yes. But there's no need for this ever, you know? If you want to be a good cop, be accountable to the people that you're protecting and serving and do something about assholes that behave in the way that Derek Chauvin did. I think that's a good bookend. 
Um, hopefully next time we won't have such a fucking serious topic, man. Or maybe we will. Um, maybe it'll fucking set fire to the world. I don't know. It's just... <sighs> fuck it. Either way, I guess, uh, if you have any thoughts and prayers or conversation ideas, whatever, the problematic cast at gmail.com is our email. You can find us on all the social media pro- platforms except for TikTok. Uh, we're at problematic cast <laughs> on Twitter. We're Brubaker underscore brothers on Instagram, uh, Facebook. We're Brubaker brothers. Um, their um, ship can breathe dirt. Yeah, like uh, we love all you listening. Derek Chauvin, straight up, fuck you. We'll see the rest of you next time. George Floyd, rest in power, brother. Amen. Later. <laughs>